Okay, so the goal today is to show the end-to-end -end scenario of installing uh, a flow. So we have an internal project that we call Tagulus. It is basically an approach to uh, driving uh, workflows and other convenience features used by just adding tagged words in email. So uh, you add a hashtag and then some, some text after that perhaps, and then the behaviors that you want that would normally be a manual extra step will, will just happen. And uh, with luck, I'll be able to demonstrate that shortly. But one of the ways that we are deploying this is using a technology called Flow, which is part of Office 365. And Flow makes doing a lot of repetitive uh, tasks um, easier because it lets you automate them often with what is a no code solution. So you don't have to go to an application developer um, or a back end developer to get your repetitive task done more efficiently. And so we have uh, many existing flows uh, that we uh, employ. Um, and then today I'm going to try to show the process of taking one of those existing flows exporting it and then importing it into a new account so that people can see the end-to-end -end process of how you uh, can propagate flows and i believe uh, i was sp speaking to somebody from the product team uh, a couple weeks ago um, and i think this product process uh, is going to get easier um, and there's going to be some central administration that will make it much more efficient uh, but i think it's still helpful to just see how it works now um, so we will do that. Close a few things first. Okay. So um, this is me just stumbling around. So this will probably not be the most polished demonstration, um, but hopefully it is, is real. So on the left, we have my tenant space um, and I'm in, in flow and on the right, we have uh, a newly created system account uh, because I'm going to try to push some of the automations that are currently run, running uh, in my tenant space to a new place. And there we go. So the first thing to do is to find the flow uh, that I will want to export. I'm going to make this a little bit bigger so it's easier for me. So let's see, I would like, here we go. Tagulus create to do tasks from tag email. Uh, so I'm going to export that. So the name, I'm going to be very descriptive back there. And I'm not going to change any of these settings. I'm just going to say export and go with it. And we'll see what these mean. Get a little bit. We'll see what these mean on the other side when we go to import, um, specifically um, what, what these elements here mean. So uh, the only thing I've done thus far is added a name. And I'm not even going to bother with the description today. Click export. 
And then I'm going to just save this locally. Looks like I've done a few of these before. Tagulous creating. Okay, so save. And I think it's good to go. So now I have successfully exported an existing flow. And so let's try to import that. So I'm going to another browser instance, and I've gone uh, and I've used in private uh, browsing so that I can have two different accounts open on the same machine uh, at the same time, both in Edge. Uh, just in case people are, are wondering, how, how do you do this? If you go to Edge and you right click, you can create new in private window and it'll basically discard all the cookies and other things that would automatically log you in so that you can be in Edge in two different accounts at once. And so I recently created this uh, system account so that we can start pushing some of our automations out of my account and into a place that we can centrally administer them. So if I go here and I click on something like my flows, it should be empty. Yes, this is good. This is this is success. So I am going to click import. Then I'm going to click upload. I'm going to go to it was temp. And there we go. And it's uploading, so I will not navigate away as instructed. Okay. So I see some things here that are telling me that something needs to happen. So that I'm going to change to create as new. Okay, so that's good. So that's that went from like a red thing to uh, looks like it's good thing. So that's good. I also see here that I need these resource types. Um, Specifically, this is a content conversion connection. This is a to-do connection. This is an Office 365 Outlook connection. These connectors are, the, are, are literally connectors into other resources within Office 365. And Flow needs you to have existing available connections to use so that it can do its thing. And uh, before we, after I import this, I will walk through and describe exactly what uh, this particular flow is doing so you can see that we're also going to probably need to make some uh, minor updates to the flow to, to make sure it works well. So what this is telling me is I need to select one of these connectors. I don't have any existing ones so I'm going to need to create a new one. So yeah, yeah. so I'm going to click create new and what I'm going to what I want is a content conversion so I'm going to click create new. New connection. I'm going to search for content conversion. There we go. Create that. 
good. Now I go back here, I refresh my list. I select that, click save. I'm gonna do this for these others as well. So, so now I need uh, Microsoft to do, because that's what's going on there. So I will click create new. I will search for to do. Oh, sorry, I have to create a new, and now I will search for to do. Okay, that looks good. Okay, now I'll go back here. I will click refresh list. There we go. And I need Office 365 Outlook. So I will create new. And I'm just going to make sure I don't have one first. It doesn't look like I do. OK. So we'll click new. And I'm guessing it's probably one of the first ones. but. So Office 365 Outlook right there. Create. Good to go. Refresh the list, select, save. All right, so we I turned all my reds to dark grays. Uh, so it should be good. So now I click import. So it's importing my package. I will not navigate away. All right, all package resources were successfully imported. The flow has been created successfully. Run the flow to make sure it's working. That's a really good idea. So I'm going to click this open flow right here. And magically, it has appeared. So let's step through this and see what it does. And also, we're going to do a couple things that are not intuitive, but I think are probably going to be necessary uh, for it to function. So this is the trigger. This is the thing that has to happen that will cause everything else that follows to happen. And the trigger here is a new email needs to arrive in the sent items folder. That happens every time you send an email. So if you send an email from Outlook, if you send an email from Outlook Web Access, if you send an email from your mobile device through your account, um, every time you do that, it will trigger this. One thing that is a little wonky is, so this says sent items, but I have a feeling that it imported a specific reference to uh, the originating account sent items folder, which would be mine. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to move it to something else. And this is going to be just weird, but just, just go with it. And I'm going to move it back to sent items. And I'm going to save. Okay. 
And you can do all kinds of other things that can uh, filter the triggering event. So you can set it up so that the email has to have been sent to a specific address or CC'd uh, a specific address, have something in the, uh, the subject line. Uh, it can be from a specific person or address. It can have an importance level. It can have certain types of attachments. These are all uh, advanced filters that you can put so that it will narrow the number of events that cause the trigger. So for example, if you only wanted to trigger on emails that were sent to a specific address, you could use the sent items folder as a trigger and you could make sure that you could also put the email address of who of the for two or CC that you want to be required to be there for the trigger to happen. Okay, so let's move on. So this is the tag that the person sending the email will use that triggers the uh, the the activities that will follow and that are described later. This is one of the only things that you really need to customize in this flow if you want to. So if you wanted to use a different tag to trigger this flow when you send emails, you would go here and you would change this to something else. This is basically a temp variable that I use later on, so no need to really talk about that too much. This takes the body of the email and it flattens it into plain text rather than HTML text. And this is very helpful for uh, parsing later on. Uh, this setting, you don't really need to mess around with too much, but effectively what it is doing is uh, it combined with this if check is making sure that we're not trying to process empty emails. And you may be wondering, when on earth am I sending an empty email? Well, one example is when you automatically accept a calendar invitation, uh, it sends a response email to the requester that has information in the metadata, but it often doesn't have a body response unless you added a message like, oh, I will make your, your meeting or, oh, I will not make your meeting. And so there are many emails that are sent that have no body content. And if we don't do this check, then the flow will fail because it will be trying to process a body that does not exist. So basically uh, the, the yes branch here is, is, is it empty? And the no branch is, is it not empty? Which may be a bit counterintuitive, um, I guess I, but there we are. So now we're basically taking, uh, we're effectively doing some cleanup on the HTML uh, that, I'm sorry, some, we're doing some cleanup on the text from the body of the email, and that's what this process does. This uh, then takes the content of the email and it sends it to this parsing service that I, I've written. Um, and I'll note that uh, I, the parsing service has no persistence to it. So things go through, they get parsed, tags get handed back, um, but it doesn't save any of, uh, it doesn't save any of the contents. Um, and but you know, people should be skeptical. And so one of the things that I will do at some point is I will take the code that I wrote, which is, is very, it's not, there's not much there. Uh, it's a very basic parsing service, but I'll probably post that code on GitHub so that people can run their own instance of it so that they can have 
full trust that uh, their email contents are going exactly where they think they are and they can go in and they can see exactly what it does and make sure that they're comfortable that you know it's it's operating as it should um, but uh, this is where I've, I'm sending my email uh, to have it parsed so then what it does so this uh, web service takes the content of the email and it parses it looking for tags, specifically the tag uh, that was used at the very beginning. So it goes through and it looks, looks for this specific tag. And anytime it finds one of those, what it will do is it'll return back all of the text until it finds uh, either a new line or a carriage return. Um, and it, it sends that back as an array. So basically a list of, of those. So you can have multiple task me's in one email. And what, and what it does is it hands back that array or that list. And then what it does is it this, this function goes through each item in that list and then it does this thing. And specifically what it does is it creates a new to-do. And so it uses the subject as the, the, the tag that, or basically the text that was handed back after the tag. And then the content, it will take the full text of the email that was sent and it'll drop that in. And here's uh, where we need to make one other change. Um, so I'm going to, ah, here we are. So it starts off as this to-do list, which I think is a reference to the, ex the, the person, the to-do list that was used in the flow that was exported. So this is not the to-do list that is relevant for the account that it's running in. So I'm gonna click the X and now it gives me uh, the available uh, to-do uh, ta task lists in to-do. So I will select tasks and I will click save. So the only things that I had to do, so I went through and I explained what's happening in all these steps, but the only things you had to do uh, following the import was to go in and, and effectively bounce the sent items folder. So change this to something, save it, and then change it to, and then ch change it back to sent items to make sure you're getting that correct value. And then go to the to-do list and make sure that you're changing to tasks. And that's it. Uh, so with that, oh, this is one of these wonky things. So it should be saved, should be good. So now I'm gonna select okay. So I have a flow and it is on. So you can turn flows on and off very easily. And you have other things that you uh, can do that we're not gonna get into yet, but you can actually see how much usage is going on and all kinds of other uh, handy stuff. The other thing that you can do that uh, can, can be handy, but you, know, you just have to be careful with, with this and understand the implications is you can invite another owner. And so I do, if I wanna make updates to this, I would prefer to not have to log into our legal operations account, but there's a way for me to do that. Sharing it. So, and now it's gonna give me a bunch of warnings that I should understand, but effectively what this is, is going to let me do is uh, let me as my Jason Barnwell identity proxy in and make changes to this flow. And so make sure that when you're granting access, you, you're using appropriate trust and least privileges and things like that. But from a, an administrative expedient standpoint, this is gonna be really convenient for me. 
And so now if I go back, to, just to see how this works, if I go back to my Jason Barnwell flow account and I go to my team flows, I see that now I have access to that flow from this other account. Okay, so now we want to test it out and that's gonna require me to do, so now I'm back in the, the Microsoft legal operations. So I'm gonna do a couple things. I'm gonna bounce into Office and I'm gonna go into Outlook. Um, and try the new Outlook. Hmm. Nice. Cool. So I want to see. I want to send an email, and the other thing I want to do, get rid of some of these extra windows. The other thing I want to do is uh, go to to do. And just take a look and make sure and see what my uh, my current task list looks like. Um, and I'm going to stop sharing my screen for a moment because I need to put a password in and I do not want to display the password. So bear with me for one moment while I sign in. Signing in. Okay, and now I will bring back sharing. All right. So this is the task list. So So on the left, we have mail. On the right, we have tasks. And we are going to create a new message. And I will send it to myself. I add a tag. Should be a new task that shows up. And let's do something else. Let's add a couple other things in here. And that looks Good. So nothing special here, just an email that I'm sending. Uh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Okay. Uh, so we send the email. And I see now that the email has already arrived at my uh, inbox for, for Jason Barnwell. Um, and let's go take a look at 
the tagulus run and see if we can see if it is it has run to make this a little bit smaller. Or I can just do that. Go team flows. not run yet. I'm, I'm a little worried about one thing here. So I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a minor change specifically. I go edit the flow and I'm going to change this to archive. I'm going to save this. I'm then going to leave it. Oh, wait a minute. I don't think I had to do that. It just so there's is a bit of a delay sometimes on the triggers. That's good. See, this is this is how you can tell this is not a rehearsed demo. I'm going to change that back to sent items. It looks like I did not have to do that. So we it did successfully run the first time uh, on the with the setup. So it says the run history, it says it succeeded. So now let's check on our task list and let's refresh this and see if anything has shown up. Whoa, it worked. Okay, so the only thing I had to do was send an email with that tag, that hashtag task me. And now I have this task that's, that's shown up. And if I go here, and I click on this, we, we see that it has the, the text of the, the email that was sent as well. So it has the, the hello JSON portion and it has all the others. So all my context uh, for this task is intact. One of the things that to-do does that is quite clever is if you use a tag within a to-do, it'll also search on that. So for example, if I, it will show me everything uh, in my task list uh, where that tag shows up. And this is very handy because if you keep using the same tag, so for example, I have, uh, for I, I use my, my boss's name as a tag uh, when there's things that I wanna talk with him about. And what I'll do is I'll just drop task me, talk with, you know, hashtag my manager's name in the emails I send. And when we have our one-on-ones, I basically just have to open up my task list and click on the tag for his name and it will automatically filter. Uh, and so it is a really handy and convenient way of organizing yourself using the workflow that many of us live in, which is email. Um, so there we go. So that's pretty much the process uh, of installing uh, a flow end-to-end. Uh, -end. As you can see, there's a few things that aren't terribly uh, intuitive, but uh, after you understand what's going on, it's it's pretty easy. Um, and once you have one of these flows installed and you have the connectors set up, you don't have to create them every time. So if you created a new flow that needed those same connectors, you wouldn't have to go create more connectors. You can just reuse the existing ones. I hope this has been helpful. Um, if you have questions, uh, you know, feel free to reach out. Okay.